So one of the amazing things is that this is a brand new year. Uh, hi, if you guys don't know already, my name is Paul. This is Money Lies Podcast. Very excited to have you on if you haven't listened to us before. Uh, so it's first week of 2023. A lot of great things happening. I mean, fresh new year. Everyone's got optimism. Uh, you can safely say you haven't done X all year. Dad jokes aside. <laughs> um, it's a great opportunity. And what we want to do in this show is just kind of address things from a financial perspective on what you may be hearing in the news, what you may be seeing out there, and kind of how it affects you. So 2023 is starting, and beneath all the optimism, you have recession fears. Everywhere you go on the news, they're telling you the price of this is up, oil's up, inflation's up, interest rates are up, layoffs are up, companies are cutting back and scaling down right-sizing and upsizing, you know, there's so many different words and names for what's happening. Essentially, what you're having is uncertainty. That combined with supply chain still isn't normal. You've got war in Ukraine. You've got war across the, across the globe. Uh, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, you're concerned about uh, border security, women's rights, a speaker getting elected, president getting elected, all kinds of noise. And so on this show, we're not, we don't really take a political stance on anything. We try to keep the emotion out of it and just go towards mindset and money. Because at the end of the day, you can't control 99% of those things. You can't affect inflation. And if you can, uh, give me a call. Uh, I have some things I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, you probably can't control whether your company lays you off or not. Uh, Companies from as big as Salesforce, Amazon, Facebook, multi-billion dollar companies with multiple tens of billions of dollars on their balance sheet are laying off thousands of employees. So if companies that could afford to keep those employees on forever decide that they need to let people go, your smaller company might do the same thing. So what this episode's about is just kind of getting everyone prepared and catching you up on opportunities and things we can do this year. Uh, so we've done episodes before on budgeting, on uh, mindset, investing, uh, but want to kind of start back this year with looking at all of those things in the light of how the market has shifted in 2023. So for instance, for a lot of you are like, well, what's different about budgeting and saving? Well, to give you an idea, Saving is a lot better strategy this year than it's ever been in the past two years because with interest rates going up, you can go to most of your banks and you can get 3 4% on a CD or even a money market high-yield savings account, which you couldn't do last year. You can park the money and you know take advantage of reward points. Uh, you can end up doing a cash sweep from an investment account, which we can you know talk about later. But there are strategies now that didn't work before. For instance, buying a house is a little bit different because interest rates aren't 3%. Um, being a mortgage professional myself, you know, they're still hovering in the mid-sixes, around sevens, depending on where your credit score is. So goal here is just to remind you that, like I said, there are a lot of opportunities in the market. Uh, next few episodes, we'll kind of go into, like I said, budget investing, uh, things to buy, that you are going to see in terms of opportunities because recessions always mean opportunities. If you're an employer and Facebook, Google, and Salesforce are laying off tens of thousands of highly qualified employees 
and these people need a job going into a recession, you now can pick up talent on the cheap. For those of you who spent the last two years overpaying for cars and houses, well, guess what? Cars are finally starting to get back into regular production. The chip shortage should be just about through into this year, beginning of next year, in terms of them being able to clear a lot of the backlog. And the manufacturers, for the most part, a lot of them are coming back to pre-pandemic production capacity. Whether they choose to actually produce that much is a whole other question, and we can dive into that again in a further segment in more detail. But if you've got cash and you're on the sidelines, assets are on sale. We already talked about real estate and cars. If you look at the stock market, a lot of people's favorite stocks have corrected Uh, One of mine, this is not a recommendation, but Amazon, for instance, is down about 56% as of this recording. Netflix is down. Facebook is down. Apple is down. And these are companies where no matter what happens, you are going to use them. There's no stopping any of these things. Banks are down. You've got scandals with Wells Fargo. You've got – actually, that's the only one. The rest of the banks are actually pretty well managed, and they tend to outperform. And – one of the reasons you'll see Warren Buffett own bank stocks is because in high interest rate environments, they just make more money on their deposits and their loans. Simple. So the whole goal is we want to get you in a position to be like a bank, is to think less, I need to stop doing everything, and to think more, okay, I need to rebalance my thought process. I need to rebalance my financial portfolio. Whereas when interest rates are low or when jobs are plentiful, opportunities out there, then, yeah, you don't need to hold a lot of cash. Maybe. The Warren Buffett adage is be fearful when others are greedy. So a lot of times when you see people spending like no tomorrow, that's your time to accumulate cash. You know, use that flexible financing. Do what you got to do. Now is the time where you're going to end up deploying that cash, whether it be houses on sale uh, people getting kicked out of their houses, unfortunately, because they bought at the top of the market and top of their price range, and they got laid off. A lot of these people are going to have to get out of their houses. They're going to sell. There's going to be short sales, bank auctions, all kinds of things happening. So a little bit longer than a usual episode. I usually try to keep these short, uh, three to five minutes, because while you could listen to me for 10, 15 minutes, uh, most of the knowledge you're going to get is then going to be the first three to five. So going forward, like I said, let me know, uh, definitely whether it's on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Paul Crosby II on LinkedIn, and then Money Live podcast on Twitter. Uh, Let me know some topics that you want to hear. But uh, going forward, we're going to be talking about uh, the assets that are on sale, uh, how to still leverage cash properly, whether it be accumulating it, uh, saving it, and deploying it in a way where you can achieve your best results. And then later on this year, I'm going to work on getting a CPA or a tax consultant on the show so we can talk through in detail uh, just some things you can do as a regular person that rich people do. Because if you notice, rich people make the most money and pay the least amount of taxes, and taxes for a lot of us is 33% of our income we're losing. So be safe out there, and uh, thanks for joining us on Money Live. Uh, Like, share, and subscribe wherever you can, and uh, get this out to some more people.